What's up, guys? Welcome to the 91 Perspective Podcast. This is your host, Jay. And if you're new to this podcast, welcome. We're going to dive into a lot of different things. Well, actually, um, no, just one topic. But this is season one, episode four of the podcast. So the topic we're going to be discussing, I'm going to go into different variations of this topic, but the topic today is family is a trip. It's not that long of a podcast, but this that's the topic for today. Family is a trip. Now, first, let me let me go into uh, this before before I get into the topic. Okay, guys. So if you listen to, I believe. It was probably either episode one or episode two um, of season one so far. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, I talked about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. So I had the privilege to try the spicy chicken sandwich first. And then I had the classic chicken sandwich. Um, I like both for different reasons. If I don't want my mouth to be on fire, I'll eat the regular classic chicken sandwich that, you know, is classified as classic. But if I really want that spice, I want that flavor, I'll buy the uh, the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye. With the, it has the spicy mayo sauce. I think as of currently, they're all sold out. They kind of like retracted back from selling them so they're on hiatus uh I, I i believe they're gonna come back they're gonna come back out with the chicken sandwiches we don't know when um there was a part of me that thought that they may not even bring it out like to consistently sell that i mean no people people would still buy it uh my girlfriend she 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 told me this and i didn't do it but I think at that point, I kind of took a break on eating the chicken sandwich at, at a time. By the way, at this point, I've, I've eaten about five uh, chicken sandwiches. So I've had it about five, five times. Anyway, she said, we need to try the Chick-fil-A sandwich and the spicy chicken sandwich. So when they do come back, I will make, an, make it an event. Um, and me and her will both try both of them. But a couple of weeks ago... Not this week, but last week. Last last Sunday, I believe. Uh, what day was that? I believe that was like August. Um, what day is it? Uh, that was uh, August. No, actually it wasn't August. It was September 1st. Yeah, I believe September 1st, we had the Chick-fil-A spicy sandwich. Now, oh my God. Ugh. Look. Whatever I said on episode either one or two about the uh, chicken sandwich, yo, I, I didn't really think Chick-fil-A sandwich would have con- contend uh, with the with the Popeye's chicken sandwich because the Popeye's chicken sandwich is it's so crunchy and it's moist just like the uh, uh, you know just like a, a Popeye's chicken sandwich, but the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Yo, it it, it 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 tastes good. It tastes real good. And I'm I was pleasantly surprised. They are like really they're neck and neck. Like Popeyes and Chick-fil-A are neck and neck in the chicken sandwiches. And 
you know, some people say like the Chick-fil-A sandwich is a bit dry. It's not as moist as the Popeye's chicken sandwich, but the the crust or the, the breading for the chicken, it's it has the right amount of texture. Like the texture to it is not so crunchy where it doesn't like if you bite into it, it doesn't cut your gums. Cause the last chicken sandwich I had from Popeyes, it it was hot and it cut my gums. I said, okay, I'm done with this. I was done. I was done with the chicken sandwich. You know what? Honestly, I there are some places that may not be sold out. There are some places that may not be sold out. I don't know. 100% for sure, but um, I would have to go to Popeyes and just see. I, I think even if they have chicken sandwiches, I just think they'll probably just stop selling them for right now until they get more, like a, a more of a shipment. Anyway, I have to give it to Chick-fil-A. Like, I, hmm, who's better, Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? They are both good in their own right of, depending on what you're looking for. If you're looking for like that Popeye's chicken flavor crunchiness with the thick pickles hands down I give it to Popeye's I'm weary of my gums cutting like the it didn't and I ate it five times but some excuse me somehow on the fifth time my gums got cut but Chick-fil-A I can you know I can go for a Chick-fil-A sandwich any day and I've only had it once, and I'm praising it so much. They got this Polynesian sauce, which is amazing. Then they got the uh, sweet and spicy sriracha sauce, which is just sweet and sour, um, but with a spicy kick to it. Uh, there's really, like, the difference between po the Polynesian sauce and the sriracha sweet and spicy. It's like the sweet the sriracha has like you know peppers and little like spices in it um you know stuff that you can actually like it has a texture to it the polynesian sauce is just the sauce itself um i would go with the polynesian sauce any day and then they got the barbecue sauce i mean listen all around chick-fil-a is really good i had only and their waffle fries are so soft oh my god you know what popeye's Chick-fil-A and Popeyes, they serve their own purpose. Each of them have their own purpose to what you're looking for. If you want to go light, you want something a, a bit more healthy or just a, a softer side to like fried chicken food or fried food, go with Chick-fil-A. If you don't care, you want to get that like Louisiana taste, that Southern taste, go for uh, Popeyes. So, they're both great sandwiches. I've tried them. Chick-fil-A versus Popeyes. Man, they're making a lot of money. So, I got that out the way. You guys know how I feel about both sandwiches. I just want to say to anyone out there that's listening, God, thank you. Thank you, Lord, today for keeping me safe protecting my family lord god i thank you for all of those all these people who are listening to this podcast continue to bless them continue to open doors lord god i thank you for the opportunities that you presented yourself in my life and in other people's lives and even if people don't understand you or feel like you're not there or they really don't see the point to you i just want to let them know that 
you're always there with them. You never leave us, even when we don't feel like you're there. God, just thank you. Even when we go through the hard times and we feel like giving up, you still give us something to look forward to, to not give up. You give us hope. You give us a future. So, Lord, thank you. So I just want to leave you guys with that. And now, in Jesus' name, amen. And some of you out there may not care, you know, if you're not a Christian or anything like that, then it's not for you. But for any of you guys that are a Christian out there, or even if you're wavering or trying to get back into the faith or you've been away from the faith, um, that's for you guys. So I just want to let you know that you're not alone. We're all in this together, regardless of where you're from, what color, creed, religion, whatever. We're all in this together. Now, the topic at hand, family is a trip. Uh, I may, this may be a, a, a series that I'm going to do like from time to time. It'll, it'll, it'll pop up in certain episodes or I may dive deep into this later on. But I'm going to start with this thing, with family is a trip. Now, yes, family is great. Family is amazing. But the thing with, with family that, you know, people don't tell you is that you do not get to pick what family you are born into. You can be the greatest person in the world. And by that, you're just different. Your family wants uh, their bankers and you're an artist. Uh, your family are skateboarders and you want to be a doctor. Your family are drug dealers and you want to be a priest. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you something. Um, family has a way of making you feel like you don't want to be their family. <laughs> like, there were times growing up that I felt closer to my friends versus my immediate and extended family. Listen, I know a lot of you out there who have family members, you wish you can just emancipate them from from life. You, you, You just dread being associated with these people. Now, why am I bringing this all up? Why in this episode, episode four, Season one, why am I bringing up this whole thing about family? Listen, I go through stuff personally with my mother, right? Things with my brother. But I'll start with my mom, right? Love her till death, right? And even after death. Oh, excuse me. That's some good Snapple. If you guys ever tried the Fruit Punch uh, Snapple, it's really sugary, but it, it's good. It, it does the trick. Anyway, um, love her till death and beyond. Um, my mom has a way to, and, and, and by the way, I have a Caribbean black mother. And for those that don't know uh, or haven't been raised by a uh, Caribbean black mother, let me point out some things from what I've observed and also talk with other people that have Caribbean black mothers but you know black mothers there's a commonality there's something that's 
you know, distinct with black mothers anyway. But, you know, when it comes to what you want to do in life, if it's not what they want you to do, then it's not important. And, you know, honestly, there's probably not just Caribbean black mothers, but a lot of mothers probably do that with their kids, and especially if you have immigrant parents, then, then you know what I'm talking about. But Caribbean black mothers, they can be very tough at times. It may not be outwardly tough, but maybe the way the way how they see things is tough. They, they don't change their mindset on certain things. You know, a lot of times... When it's it's a lot of it, it's just how they see the world. And if you're American, how you see the world are totally different things. You know, one example, right? Jobs, job security. This episode was really going to be about the idea of college and security of a job, but. That's not what we're talking about. But here's a a, a little piece when it comes to, you know, uh, with this thing, right? With Caribbean black mothers, they're from an older generation. They're from a time when getting a job and working 20 plus years was the thing. If they came in this country when they were young, that was the goal. You know... And in a lot of Caribbean countries, well, for the most part, uh, they spoke English. If you were over, if, if you were under the British rule, uh, for the most part, you spoke some English and your English is different from American English. So when you come to this country, you barely speak proper English compared, you know, or understandable English from how Americans hear English and then you have to get whatever kind of job you can get you don't really hey guys okay so the audio messed up um, I'm recording this on my phone app and um, it, it, it didn't record a lot of what I was saying so let me go back to where I left off um, I'm gonna make this point real short so what I meant by uh, American English and let's say Caribbean English, uh, Caribbean people speak. Well, if you're if you're coming from Jamaica, Guyana, or Trinidad, they speak a broken English or a type of patois. Patois is like a mixture of African dialect with the British English, and they mix it to make their own type of dialect. And when you have the accent, it's hard for if you come over Americans to understand you because the accent and the patois-ish you speak. Now, it may not be harsh because they understand um, the Caribbean people when they come to this country. They understand that, hey, uh, I can't talk this way. I have to kind of, you know, clean it up. Anyway, my mom would tell me you should get a job at you know that you can get a pension work 20 years so that you can you know retire and it works and 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 you can go do whatever you want to do while you're still young which is great it's a great idea the only thing is what if i don't like the job maybe i don't want to do it maybe i have other dreams and aspirations and us going against the grain when you go against the grain with with your family and you're not just you're not doing it to piss them off Uh, excuse me 
it's just probably your personality that you just want to do what makes you happy. You want to do your thing and your family, they won't understand. A lot of times the family that we're born in, they put us through a lot of nonsense that we don't have to go through. Like you, sometimes you have to step back and realize like, oh wait, I was, mm, how can I put this? You have to step back outside of your family, like, like an outer body experience and look at your family from like the outside in and you're like, oh wait, I was just a baby that just came into this world, um, into this family. I'm, I'm coming into their lives. This is like, I'm, it's not, it's like, okay, what I don't see a lot of times in families that, uh, you know, people set up their life to, to welcome in this child. Like this is where we are going to make this uh, being that we're that that entered into this world acclimated to our world we're going to focus all of our attentions and, and, and do what we have to do um to make this child the most productive um human being to to live to exist um but a lot of times uh you're you're kind of thrusted into families you're dragged up there's, there's no really like, uh, there's no really real way to raise up a child. Every child is different. Every child that comes into this world doesn't have this, uh, the same issues. And every child that comes into this world doesn't come into the same families. Some are born into great families, great dynamics. You're good. You're, you're lucky. You're one of the lucky or blessed ones some not so much and you're just kind of like can i just go back in the womb or can i like can i go back in time and not be here because this is crazy so family is a trip family 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 can be worse than friends like you can have unhealthy ties to your family because there are a lot of people out there that would do anything their family would tell them to do even if it was to the detriment of of themselves your family can tell you to go beat up people go steal go commit crimes that you shouldn't be doing they family members can put you on drugs Family members can rape you and and molest you and take advantage of you. Um, if this is if this is too much of a deep topic, then you know you don't have to listen to this. But if you're still here, uh, God bless you. Family can be crap, and it doesn't stop once you become an adult. It continues because, like I said before, you're coming into their world. It's not like they're changing anything up for you. You know, you got, you do have family members or, or family, like let's say your mother and father or whoever, that when you're born, they, 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 they change up everything for you. People say, and yes, for them, things do change. If they care, then yeah, you have to now look after this child, this human being, because 
they they're gonna need your help up until the point where they don't and that's gonna be like 15 plus years they're gonna need your help because even at 18 they still don't know crap but if you're a crappy parent that's out out there you're listening and you're not really prepared or ready to take care of a child or bringing them into a family let alone the world you're bringing them into a family that is, is not welcoming that child is is one for one that child they only know that as normal they don't know any difference so it's it's not going to affect them right away but then later on it can once they get out into the world and they realize everything that they've learned at home the 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 patterns the the habits the way of thinking they're like oh crap this is not right I got, especially if they want to be successful in life, whatever they decide to go into, some, sometimes, a, a, a person, you being born into a certain lifestyle can benefit you in some areas and other areas, it, it doesn't. Look, I'm sure we all, like, any of you guys that's listening out there, we all have family members that we wish we didn't have, that we wish we we had, uh, we can trade with our friends. Like, hey, listen, you give me your dad, uh, I'll give you my mom, and or or give me your brother, and I'll give you my sister. Like, let, can we trade? Like, you know, if 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 that was real, there'll be a lot of like people trading like family members left and right just because uh, they, they they suck. Not only that, here's another thing. I don't know what it's like to be adopted because I just never, like, my parents never gave me away. They they, they um, stood in the fight. They wanted me, me and my brother. And this is not me to say that I'm better than any of you guys that um, have been through the adoption system or you as a ward of the state. Um, like, being born into parents that didn't have it together... And they decided to send you to adoption. You can look at it at, at two ways. One, it's probably for the best because they probably wasn't up to par to really take care of you. Uh, the downside, too, could be that they could have been really good for you, but now they're sending you into a a tough situation where you're now at an orphanage or some type of child services or or whatever they call it and you're being passed around from person to person and being taken advantage of it can end good but a lot a lot of times they say it ends up bad and it's like you're just wondering like what kind of parents that I have and then once you find your parents like now you're, you're on this quest to look for your parents or look for your family that you didn't know and now you have questions and, and you're upset with them there's so many different emotions and, and that's just one side if you grew up in a family that um, was rich all the time like you probably feel like you know what you have like the best life in the world like you're set like your parents are wealthy you don't have to go out and work for your money. You got it. Like they they set they set your life up to to be that way, which is great, right? It's great. 
here's the downside to having rich parents or wealthy parents. You don't ha- you don't have that work ethic. Look, like don't get me wrong. I like having family wealth, real estate, having like property or properties, uh, hotels, businesses, things where money con- is consistently being generated, and it's you're like down in line to have that passed on to you. Like this is like the family thing. You're even in a situation like us, like all of us as millennials or anyone I would say, let's say, um, I'm going to throw like a broad stroke, 18 to 35, right? Any of us that's in that age. And even if you're like, like everyone that's like from 25 on up, you're like, I'm throwing you in this because we're all in this as far as. We're in the millennia age and you like what your family does for a living may not be what you want to do. If it is, God bless you. It's, it makes it easy and clear and you just keep going forward. But even that the guy with, you know, a family with loads of cash, he's like, yeah, this is boring. I don't like the the blessing to him having money or his family having money is that he can explore many different things, fail at it, and not have to worry about a loss because he has the wealth, he has the resources. Bad part is the work ethic. If you don't, like, what I've realized and having some level of privilege, because I, I did have, like, um, I came from a really good family. We wasn't rich. We were like maybe lower or middle, middle class at one point, but we're now we're poor um, uh, just because of times and, and stuff like that. Um, I realized I there was a certain amount of struggle that I need because I, that I didn't have because I had so much. There's a certain level of struggle you need to build worth at work ethic to get to the place where you want and that's not to say that you um if you come from a privileged household that that you can't get work ethic you can like there are some people that are born into really good families and and they're they're taught worth at work ethic worth work ethic and they go far and they do what they have to do and there's people that's not born into good families and they have to grind. So they get that work ethic and they apply it to whatever they do in life. Um, so being wealthy isn't this, there, there are positives and negatives to everything. So it's not like it's the end all be all. Anyway, family shapes your ideas. It shapes your views on the world. It shapes uh, you know, you, you build up certain habits, whatever you learn from your family, like your family by association, um, you, you, there's so many things that you, you gather and excuse me, there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad to everything that we learn. You just gotta know, depending on what life you live, how much of that is good for you that you've learned from your family and how much of it is, uh, of that is bad. If you want to repeat cycles, negative cycles, being a womanizer, being a murderer, uh, taking advantage of people, doing all sorts of things that is not 
being an upstanding citizen or or if you want to say a God-fearing person. So many different things. And, and look, I can name so many different occupations, so many different careers that you are, that your family is associated with and, and, and you're connected to it. And it's like, you're, you're on the inside. You see the good and the bad of it. Like, you know what it is. And I don't want to just stick to just occupation, but it, it you know, uh, I do a, like, I do a lot for my family. And there's times where I just like, I just want to do for myself. What I had to learn as I got older was to say no. Can I always say no? No. But can I say no sometimes and, and get what I want? Yes. A lot of it's give and take in, 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 with family because these are relationships. These are relationships that are involuntary. You didn't volunteer. You didn't sign up for this. You know, it's a saying that everyone's heard. And especially if you're in a crappy family, a family that, and I use crappy a lot, but you're, you're in a family that is not to your liking. No one was asked, uh, hold on. How, how does it go? Okay. I don't want to butcher it, but no one was asked to be here. That's the thing. You guys probably heard it before, and I'm, I'm going to say it again. No one asked to be here. No one asked to be here. So, since we didn't ask to be here, and we were just, we showed up, we were brought here, uh, we have to make the best of our situation. The best of, the, of a family life, the best of a situation of whatever you're going through. And, and just deal with it. I'm trying to think. What else do I want to explain with the with the whole you know family is a trip? Yeah. Okay. Let me let me bring in the friendship thing. Right. Here's the thing with friends. Friends are are like-minded people. You, you you know if you're fortunate enough to have good friends that won't lead you into some nefarious crap. Um then you're, you're, you're blessed. You're lucky. Like, your friends like what you like, want to do what you do, and and you guys are, you spend a lot more time with your family, with, well, with your friends, correction, with your friends more than your family, depending on your life situation. If you're constantly moving around the country from place to place, whether through military or just, through poorness and you just have to move or whatever the situation is or even if you're not moving from state to state you're moving from place to place in a neighborhood or whatever um if it's a neighborhood it's not as bad but if you're moving from like town to town or different borough to borough or city to city whatever it's hard to maintain long-term friendships now but if you're able to maintain long-term friendships in your early years these are like your best people to be around. You don't really care for your family like that because if if whether you have a good family or a bad family, your friends are more fun than your family. A lot of times. Not all the time, because I've heard stories where people are like, oh man, me and my family, we, we go and we do stuff and all that. Like it was foreign to me. Then again, I did have like a lot of cousins, which 
I loved and I feel like Cousins is like that bridge it's like that that in between a family and friend it's like they're like they're your family but they're around your age or whatever if they're around your age they're still young enough and cool enough to be like like we, we're like friends we're gonna do things and stuff like that not everyone has cousins like that but um yeah in your younger life your friends are the ish as you get older and everyone starts to become adults that age is knocking on everyone's door and everyone's doing their own thing it starts to revert back to family because now those people that were with you you were a kid and you didn't know anything about the world now you need these people because now they're much older they're going to need you a lot more we family always needs each other but they're going to need you a lot more because they're getting older and now they want you to return the favor that's it kind of you know it kind of goes back down to that like they like listen you're gonna have to return the favor but you start to understand the meaning behind family and whether you like them or not these are the people that you were born with and even if they're extended family like do you, you know you don't a lot of times you don't have to associate associate yourself with extended family but they're still your family nonetheless because your intermediate family is still connected to them it shifts as you get older and your friends start having their own mini families and they, you don't you guys don't spend as much time they're still your friends if there's if, if you if you still have great relationships with your childhood friends in adulthood then you're even you're super blessed but just know that though you're going through crap with your family it can get better if you allow it to get better if you want it to get better now for any of you guys out there and and look i'm not and i'm not going to i'll I'll put you like this anyone of you out there that have like terrible family members like let's now let's take off the good the bad let's talk about the ugly I'm not gonna judge you or condemn you or 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 put the the, the judgment and slam dunk on you for disowning ugly family members, whether figuratively speaking or literally. <laughs> um, that's pretty shallow. You don't want to disown them because they're ugly. But I've heard stories of having family members that were just so crappy. Mind you, that's only one side of the story, but I believe that there are family members that are so vicious, so vile. You know what? It's probably best to stay away from them because they're no good for your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health. Uh, physical, mental, emotional, financial health. Excuse me and spiritual health all of these things play a part you know it's okay if you disown them you don't want to be around them that's fine because you can make a family what i've learned in this life family doesn't always have to be blood family are the people you have the closest bond with those who those people who care about you and those that you care about yourself 
uh, those that you those that you care about and and the people that care about you as well so you, you know your friends can be your family it's okay like don't let like if you live by other people's opinions and judgments of what they think you should accept the family to be um you you can never be happy just don't feel guilty if you're not close with your family because like i said earlier we a lot of times can have unhealthy attachments to our families and and a lot of us do some of our family members don't need to be in our lives that's real talk just off the back off the bat just how they are so listen we're going to talk more about this in another in another podcast but i want to thank you guys if you stayed this long um to listen to me speak on this thank you so much um this is kind of a short episode episode four thank you guys now listen you can find me on any other podcast platform, Spotify, Pockets Cast, uh, Breaker, all that good stuff. Also, go to my YouTube channel, type in the 91 box. I will be posting up like clips of my podcast on that channel. And I have other content that I will be posting up or, you know, I have one video up there. God is good. Question mark. So, um. Go check out that channel. Uh, share this podcast with your friend. This really, uh, friends and family. This really helps my podcast. It grows bigger. And I really, everything that I'm saying right now is to help you guys out, to impart wisdom and knowledge, love, peace. Uh, this is a safe space for anyone to come and listen to. Uh, you may not like everything that I have to say. That's okay. But it's a safe space and enjoy the ride. All right. I usually don't like have this thing set up for the end of, you know, like a clear end. I may send, I may set this thing up. I'm getting tired. (laughs) Guys, thank you for listening. Now this is Jay and this is the 91 perspective podcast. And I will see you guys another time. Take care and have a blessed day. One. Peace.